Hello. Yo, yo. We are sitting on my couch. I'm Todd. I'm with Riley. Hello. We are watching Charging. In the middle of watching Charging, the rollerblading video. In the middle of watching Charging. We're about like 24 minutes in, so got another half an hour to go. That was quite an estimate. 24 minutes in? Oh no, it's actually like... Oh, that, <laughs> just showing the say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. We went skating, me and Riley. We went skating up uh, at a skate park right by my... Pretty close to where we live. Yeah. And skated with a bunch of people. And then we came back here and Carly made a steak and salad. And it was delicious. It was really good. Thank you, Carly. Yeah. Thank and you, now thank you. we're just drinking beer, watching, charging, and we started for like the first 15, 20 minutes, we were really silent watching it, and then we just started talking a lot. So I'm like, oh, let's just start recording the podcast now. Felt very soothing, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still like, I'm still in the middle of, of, of like, uh, of soaking in and, and comprehending and everything with this video. And honestly, like watching and talking at the same time uh, just seemed completely suiting. Like, yeah. like not to take away from the video, but like I, I, I always talk in the middle of videos. Yeah. So it's like I'm already, I'm already there. Well, it's interesting to talk during skate videos because they don't, they don't really command your full attention because you don't have to pay attention to like a, a cert, a, like a storyline. That guy just busted his wrist. Oh, no, and he's he back. <laughs> now he's back. It's kind of just like a bunch of random thought-provoking images. Mm -hmm. So you can still kind of carry on a conversation while you're watching it. And, uh... Oh, yeah. ow. So how, yeah. do you, how do you feel about this video so far? I, well, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. It's like, uh, like, like just before we started recording this, like... I don't know if it's uh, if it's just the fact that like you know like I haven't been ro like I rollerblade very infrequently. It's like uh, pretty much for like the last four years, it's been very off and on. And uh, like today was your first day in yeah how long? quite a while eh? since like last July. And uh, and you know like li literally today was just putting on skates and skating around because like a couple about a week and a half ago I popped my my knee so. It's just like, it was just nice to put on skates and try it out, but like, like, mazoos. <laughs> that was about, that was about everything. And it was kind of sad to, to put on skates and just not be able to do anything. It felt great to put on skates, but then it's just like, old body, you just gotta give your, you gotta, just gotta rest sometimes and, you know, like, wait for, a, for another day to do things. But, uh, yeah, so maybe, I don't know if this is, if that has like, uh, has, has like, uh, set a, set a mood for me to watch this video, because we're watching, yeah, we're watching Charging, and I, I just, like, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how I, how I feel about it. I mean, like, amazing skating, I don't want to take away from the fact that, like, this, like, this has been one of the skate videos that has actually had a lot of, like, uh, a lot of stuff that's awesome in it and I mean like it's actually something that's not trying to portray like uh, like like a like a weird like a weird uh, aesthetic on top that's like okay we're the best it's just showing it's, it's a tour video and it's it's really good it's pure KFC style but 
I don't know. I just, I can't. I'm not necessarily getting a connection with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like, it's it's weird because I kind of feel almost bad for for being honest about it because like you said, the skating is so incredible. But I do feel a disconnect from it. It feels really flat to me and there's a lot of this, a lot of the tricks I'm like, wow, that was so incredible, but I don't feel it. I don't feel like an emotional connection to it. Yeah. Um, and I've said this before, like usually the first time I watch a video, it doesn't really kick in all the nuances and everything and then I'll enjoy it more the second or third time. But It doesn't really feel like a tour video. No, that's the I thing don't get, too. It, it's kind of, it feels like a random collection of clips. It, you know, like, like, uh, like getting this video and like seeing the trailer for it and uh, like, like when I, when I got into this, like, or like even before putting it into the, into the machine, I had this weird presumption that it was going to like be like a tour video, like Hoax 2, which is, which is totally going to like, just like, you know, it's, it's, it's some it's, high expectations, high expectations, but I mean like, I like, and I don't mean this because like, obviously it's like, I'm, I'm obviously dating myself. It's just like, and you know, like right now people can just argue, okay, well then you're just an old, you're just an old skater that doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Get up with the times. But like, I, I'm looking, I was looking for some kind of like, uh, some kind of storyline or something that was something. like a little bit, a little bit more that would make you just like get drawn into it. I mean, like, everything, like, the skating's fantastic, and they are, you, you can just see, like, these guys are having a great time partying, doing crazy stuff, and maybe it's just me getting older, but I'm just, like, some of the stuff I'm doing, I just have no relation to. I don't feel connected to any of the people. Like, I don't know, like, I want to, I want to have, get something from the footage, like, tell me something about who these people are, like yeah. make me care about these amazing tricks. Yeah. Like I do have, I, I, I've seen obviously like Alex Broska and Chris Farmer and I've grown up watching videos of them so I know a little bit about them but in this context like I want to see, I want to see like them packing their stuff before this trip or and not know, like a time talking to their or mom anything. or like yeah, something yeah. Totally, that's totally. really like that you I need can some character to. development. You yeah. need to you need to know who these people are in order to in order to get into it. There's a lot of like presumption into just saying, okay, you must know all these people. But I wanted like a key couple characters, yeah, uh, and to be like, okay, we're following these guys, and I want to I want to have some kind of like uh, relationships with them. And the only way they can deliver that is is through like some kind of constant dialogue that they're having with each other through it. Yeah, and it's you know it's all it's all. Uh, it's just montage, you know? <clears throat> yeah. I'm not quite sure. I mean, like, <clears throat> there's a couple things, like, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> Sucking on Dom Dambrick's tits right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, that was uh, that was good. That's like, good. if the story leading up to that would have been even better. But just a quick blip was, was, was definitely enjoyable. <laughs> but, like, uh, like, there's, I don't know what it is, but, like, I had this total thought, a couple of, uh, like maybe a year ago or a couple months ago, but like uh, it seemed like a lot of these camera shots that they're using are are like the classic like fisheye lens that is like you you zone in on an object, you pull out to the trick, and you zone back in. It feels like it just feels like uh, like 
like a uh, like a preset on a video game or something. It just feels like I can't get into the trick because these it camera movements. Doesn't feel movements, real almost. It's disorienting. It, it just it... seems prescribed. It just seems like okay, this is what we got to do for this camera shot. Whereas like before, like when people were 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 out filming rollerblading and they didn't really know how to film rollerblading. You know, there wasn't like a set language of uh, of like okay, well this looks super sick, so we're gonna use this shot in every like in every three clips we're gonna we're gonna switch back to the fisheye and zoom yeah. in on an object it's like people had to kind of discover it and by doing it they had like it just seemed like there was a lot more that was and maybe that was they were normal. experimenting with different different styles and and yeah yeah kind of filming it from a more pure voyeuristic kind of deal where they don't know how to film rollerblading they're just holding the camera and like oh I'm filming my friend and it's it's a little bit more human. This feels a little bit repetitious and flat to me. Yeah, it just seems like like I'm trying to think like replay cameras. Like uh like like uh like in the video games that we're working on or like in different video games, there's like set cameras that people just program and it's like okay, like when when you do this, you're just going to get this set camera. It's just like it just doesn't it just it doesn't have like that uh, spontaneity and that life. Like obviously certain parts do, but like I mean in the skating regards, it's just like there's certain parts where it's just like okay, we're just gonna pump out these shots. I don't know what it is. It just like for for some reason I just can't really connect to like like uh, those those shots that they're way too fast. I don't even know what's happening, and then I just completely lose it. So sound like an old man saying that. But but it's just um, it's it's your reaction to it. It's your feeling about it, and uh, you're less accepting than a young a younger person would be more accepting of like, oh, these guys are awesome. This video is awesome because yeah. like they're rollerblading and these tricks are badass. And it is really awesome that they went on this trip and all the, all the tricks that they did are, are incredible. I just think it could have been put together in a, in a way that had more impact. I don't, yeah. like, I don't feel... Well, I mean, like, that's I feel, interesting. I don't have that feeling. Like, you know, sometimes you watch a video and you, I, you just, like, I get that feeling where I'm so pumped on rollerblading. I'm totally connected and I'm to so it. connected to what's going on and... It's a feeling that you can't really describe. It's just, I guess, just loving something. The same feeling you get when you hear a song that just you just love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a role bending video can can be so intensely awesome. Yeah. So that's maybe why I'm so critical on videos is because I, I feel like there's so much potential to really inspire me in such an interesting way. And kind of like, like that. I'm kind of disappointed. Kind of like a drug or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like definitely there's like uh like I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of a skate video that obviously was like not Canadian and uh, like really gave me that huge uh affect where I'm just like oh I'm like right here and like uh it made me think of like it automatically made me think of Elements Two for some reason. Yeah, and I don't know why. I think it was like I think for two for two reasons is like like Joe Navran then was like uh, was it Joe Navran? I'm pretty sure it was. Th yeah, yeah. I think he did Elements Two. I think like I think like the way that he he at that time like nobody was really editing like that, and he 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 gave off this like this super like hard crisp look that we never experienced and at that point it was something new and we just like I just completely like I was like yes 
but uh, you know, like back it, then I was young. It and marks this new era of skating. It's it's totally fresh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But it, now it I seems wonder. like every back in the day, every time we saw a new video, it kind of reinvented what the standard was, what rollerblading was. Yeah, it was such a leap from the last video. Yeah. In those days, we weren't we shot. weren't so saturated with media either. You would wait like a like months for a new video. That's true. And so by the time you did get that new video, it was actually like a new era of skating. Like everyone was in different skates, and everyone was like dressing a little bit different and doing a little bit different tricks. And now yeah, you I guess there's a bit of there's still kind of there's still stuff. a bit of a gap. I mean, like between culture, in that sense, like. Yeah. I mean, now everything's completely, like, conglomerated, where it's just, like, you, like, this could very well be Calgary. I mean, like, it, it looks like it could be Calgary, except yeah. without palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, every, like there's, there's a point when, like, you'd be like, oh, that's, God. that just, that wouldn't be in Canada, or that wouldn't be, like, that's so far removed from me that this is, like, a whole experience that, like, I'm, I have, like, the grace to see, you know? Yeah. I do love that everyone looks like scumbags. That's something I really <laughs> like, love. The, the dirty era? Everyone, everyone's <laughs> just scuzzy in this. Like, they just look like they smell really bad. I would just... I love... The thought of sucking their cock is just horrible. It just tastes like... Because <laughs> you know everybody milk, just has like, huge oh, cheddar. God. Just mad cheddar the everywhere. asshole stinks. When, the, when was the last time you showered? Yeah, for sure. I love, like, how, uh, how it went from, like, super color 80s to like it, it only took two years this time to like get into like dirty grunge <laughs> yeah. like everybody's just like fuck it like wearing colors is just too much let's just fucking just wear tight jeans and holes in our pants just be dirty just be dirty like fuck everything <laughs> it went from like yeah like and I think people are still wearing colorful clothes somewhere like right now but everybody like at least in this last section has just been wearing like like green pants and black <laughs> I think like what I love about it is that it takes so much motivation to do the things that they're doing. Yeah. And they look like they would not have that kind of motivation. Like, if you don't have the motivation to take a shower, then how do you have the motivation to, like, curl yourself off of a building or, like, do some really technical grind? Like, it's really admirable, and it's, it's an interesting contrast for me that they're just scumbags that are so determined to do this shit on their skates. But it's I just their aesthetic. What, I mean, like, it is their aesthetic, but it is, it, to me, it feels like contrasting things. Like, they don't nice. look like they would care to put effort into anything, but they do, like, they put so much effort into the, into what they're doing. But that's like, that, that's like, you're, you're basically this calling... This so weird. I, I, I like this. Yeah. I, I don't know, there's something, there's something happening right now with the WWF. Vince McMahon? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm very, like... I'm very confused at this at this video. I, I guess it's just like, like okay, sorry. We have to track back. We have to talk about like like the scumbag look first. We have to address things as they go. It's going to be really hard because we're watching like we're watching a video in the meantime, so we're seeing new information and we're trying to like catch up with it at, all, at all, every moment, such as life, right? But like, is, like what we're doing right now is so futuristic, and it's so confusing. Like the future oh, we is can't so even, confusing. We're okay, watching okay. video. We're, we're recording a okay, podcast. Okay, okay, okay. We can't go there. We can't go there. Not yet. <laughs> no, much, no, it's much. too much. We gotta, we gotta dress the scumbag look first, because this is this this is huge. Because a lot of people dress like scumbags, but it's like <laughs> we gotta address it. it. Like you know, it's like one of those things. Like, 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 
okay, how are we gonna how we how are we gonna talk about this? Cause like uh, it is their aesthetics. Cause just think about when we like when I was like in grade eight, I would have duct tape pants with like a huge helmet and everything was baggy and everything was like super ghetto and ridiculous. But that was the style, and the style was bad. And you, you just like the styles just constantly are bad. Like looking bad is a style. Like we didn't think it looked bad at that time it's it's but like it, it's, when we look back we're like oh that's so stupid why don't why didn't they just wear skinny jeans it's like it's it's a weird thing like catching up with trends is just but it's like it's like at us you you try to look bad um certain ways of looking bad become good mm -hmm. um it, in a way it's the exact same attitude as as we had when we wore like big baggy ripped up pants yeah yeah it's it's looking bad but but it's like we don't care um so that guy's awesome john polino okay wow that guy just pulled out the nice. best <laughs> in spin illusion topsoil see everybody's going to be oh, wearing brown damn. leather jackets in this in the future too i want a brown leather jacket <laughs> oh fuck i think i got one for you i think i got one upstairs <laughs> do you I think I've been waiting for that time when bad, when basically the trend just gets to really bad leather jackets. I think See? I have like five. I'm just like, finally, I can finally wear bad leather jackets and I'll be cool again hey, for man. five days. Leather, <laughs> leather will never go out of style, man. It's yeah, it's built to last. Yeah, it, even if it does go out of style, it'll like be even back. Even after the apocalypse, <laughs> everyone will be wearing leather. Oh, they better be. <laughs> I'm banking on it. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so, so what's our consensus on like this scraggly look? I love it. Do you? I'm not. I just like. I just have a weird feeling that it's just like we hit grunge so quick that it's just like, it's it's like, I. You, there's like so many terms that I just want to direct myself to, that I just think that is all futile and like. Next thing you know, we'll we'll be back to baggy jeans. I might as well just buy baggy jeans right now. There's almost just too much fucking attention on it. It's like all well, I see thing. when I I'm watching this is there's this certain aesthetic that is what a rollerblader is supposed to look like, and I want to see more people that don't look like rollerbladers. And when I say rollerblader, I mean like a a, a typical rollerblader from the year 2011 just has this certain aesthetic, like the tight jeans and the oh, but I, that that traverses so much, like hipsters wear skinny pants and pajminas and everything like that's that's a world culture but there isn't a thing. single dude in this video wearing khakis and a button-up collared shirt i kind of want to meet the guy that does though like, i would love it because like honestly like like the, the whole aesthetic is not caring and then it's you know they try to look like they're not they caring do, you, but by, obviously by proxy they into are this, yeah yeah like, they're, they're falling into it but it's like it's a whole like that and that's like that is like the idea of hipsterism is that it's all like it's a weird sarcasm where you're like, oh yeah, you know, I don't care. But you're putting all this effort into not caring that you are caring. Into fitting in, you fit yeah, in yeah. So it's well like the, it's the it's the ultimate it's the ultimate loop where you just like, and that's what it's all bold up to. And I'm not calling these guys hipsters. I'm not like saying anything like that. But it's like it, it's it's a world it's a world culture. They're like skateboarders look the same. Everybody's looking the same. Everybody's went back to this this thing. I mean, like, and, you know, like, at what point do you just say, fuck, whatever, it doesn't matter anymore, you know? Maybe that's it. Maybe the whole point of 
uh, of style at some point is just to accept yourself. And if you like wearing skinny jeans, you might as well just have your fucking balls taped to the <laughs> taped to the bottom of your ass. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, that's that's all it says to me. It's just like oh, with well, some little boys underwear. Yeah, I guess so. It's like it's like I guess if you like like making a fruit salad every second day, every second of your day, like skinny jeans just look really uncomfortable. Like I don't want jeans like wrapping around my legs that much. It's like keeping my balls really close to my asshole. <laughs> Come on, like 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 that guy's totally tucking. He, that guy doesn't even. Like, he, he either has, yeah, Chris Farmer, he either has no balls, and that's why he's so good, or he just keeps him, like, secretly tucked inside his asshole. At all times. <laughs> so, so no matter how much he fucking bails, he's always gotten protected in his rectum. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so confident on rails. The, uh... Maybe. He did the, the top sole down the kink to alley-oop sole down, like, a little ledge that was beside the rail. There's a lot of really incredible tricks in this video. Oh fuck! Uh, like everything is. Oh, it's it's everything is simply amazing. I think like the whole thing, like this video is Ooh. really amazing skating. It's just the best skating in the world. It's just. You know what? Actually, like the more that we talk about it like this, I I can't. I, I'm getting more drawn into it, because like there's just small moments. Maybe it just takes. Maybe it just takes that. Maybe you just have to have an active dialogue. <laughs> Wait. It kind of what it feels like to me. It it feels almost like an animated video of really amazing tricks, and it. I say that because it doesn't feel real. Like I don't feel like this is actually like this stuff actually happened. Like a human being actually went and did it. Oh, that was sick. If I. PJ. PJ. Damn. Chris Defick. I'm so jealous of people with good names. Yeah. Like, how do these people. Like, Billy O'Neill, Chris Farmer, John Bellino. Do you think it's because of their names that they actually, like, have, like, kind of a. I think it a little has bit something more. to do with it. Like, when you have a cool name. Oh, if your name's Alfred, you're not gonna be, like, pro skater. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you would be like, no, my name's Al, and then you just get stuck in a hardware store. <laughs> oh, Pat Lennon has a trick. Fuck, Pat Lennon's awesome. Pat Lennon. Hey, see, khakis! See, look, see? Exactly. Awesome! See, that guy's kept it real. Fuck Pat Lennon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Fuck you. Yeah. See, like Pat Lennon is one of those guys, and we—I think we talked about Pat Lennon on a previous podcast. Probably. I love Pat but Lennon. Pat, Pat Lennon is one of those guys that is a is an amazing video maker, amazing editor. He's kept true to his own, and yeah, obviously he hasn't changed. He just still does his own thing. That's yeah. a guy that doesn't care and doesn't even need to try to like not care. Where everybody else is trapped in some kind of weird paradox where like they're trying way too hard. Like, this guy is trying way too hard. Yeah, that guy looks like he's off of Entourage. <laughs> I love it though. I... <laughs> Hold on, I, I'll be right back. But it is interesting that a lot of the really good role butters out there have really awesome names. Brian Shima. It's like when you have a really good name, 
you're a, you're a better person because you have this really good name. Like I think it was proven that that uh, if your name is Dennis, you're more likely to become a dentist um, because you kind of like manifest this idea of yourself based on your name, and you you're drawn to things that you relate to. Oh, sick. Eric Garcia had a trick. Oh. See, this shot, they just had this shot of Eric Garcia, and they were filming from the car, and he was sketching yeah. up to this big gap. And it was kind of a longer cut of his just his face while he was cruising really fast, and it yeah. stood out so much. Was like, it just like a close-up on his face? or what Yeah, because of... they were filming from the car and he was like sketching. Oh yeah, so, so you, did like, you see like all like his... Close-up on his face and, yeah. and it, they kind of just let it go for a little longer. Nice, nice. That's one of the big complaints about this is that, is that every, every clip feels like it's cut in the same way. Yeah. Like you don't see like the person's face coming up to it and them like standing there and, yeah, and, think... and, and skating up to it. Everything feels like it's yeah, cut yeah. at the same rate. That's what that Eric Garcia clip stood out a lot. And I really felt it. You just got a really good look at his face. Like, faces are so important. Oh, it's huge. Super huge. Actually, like, the, some of the best moments are, like, like, right now they're doing longer takes on just, like, we're seeing people's faces. They're basically flying on the top of their roof right now. <laughs> and it's the guy that I just called, the guy from Entourage. I feel really bad for saying that. But I'm just not gonna let the guilt get me because, like, that guy actually—he totally looks like he could be on Entourage, and he's like super, like, it's awesome. It's like whatever. Just he'd love it. Whatever. I don't even care. But uh, what's Entourage? Entourage is like this, like uh, wow, he did just like TV series. You. Top one. Yeah, I like that he's bringing it back. Nice. Is he wearing? So he liked. He must like the Calgary Flames. Otherwise, he just or he just likes the logo. He just likes the logo. Brasco wears a Flames hat. In this, which is interesting. Is that a rain shirt? Yeah, you know. Bunch of fucking homos. That's right, a man doesn't wear skates. <laughs> a real man doesn't fucking wear skates. Guy loves wearing red. Very pronounced. You shit talking red, bitch. <laughs> you, sh you talking? You shit talking red? You don't like to call the color red? Oh, I have to bring this up. I I got Celtic frames in the mail, and I skated them a couple times. Oh, they look so good. Oh, they're incredible. They're really, really awesome. Oh, Feinberg has a trick. I like the I, I like I love the fact that they finally found like a good way of using flat rocker all the way with a grind like yeah like that's huge it's so it's they it, addressed like, it really well like they built a flat rocker frame that's really good for grinding yeah um not only does it like protect the wheels from sticking on boot tricks but it also has like the shadow um uh coke bottle shape the uh, like the what are you, you're talking about like the groove or what are you talking about oh you're talking about like the like, a, oh god like, my brain just sorry let, let, here, here's, here's a frame right in front of us so you're talking about this part yeah like um, the sides yeah the middle is yeah. is indented 
It's got an hour, hourglass shape. Hourglass shape? Hourglass shape, yeah. So when you do soul tricks, you're only grinding on the, the front and the back. So there's less friction. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So even soul tricks feel really fast. Nice. And basically, yeah, I can do like backfars, royales really comfortably. Oh, um, I, I haven't, I've only skated them a couple times, but, and they're nice and short. They're really good frames. I want to get some. I think that like, you just have to skate flat rocker. Oh yeah, Man, I've always, I've always, just the shit. I've always skated flat rocker. I've loved it. Like it's just one of those things. Yeah. I've I've always just sucked it up and like had shitty royals yeah. <laughs> just to wear flat rocker. And I don't even know. I think it was um probably because like you know like those like uh, we were talking about sci fives a little while ago. How you could like <laughs> set your wheel like the thing about the rollerblade frames is that they gave you four options, so you could set your wheels really far apart. And I just always kept them like that with like flat rocker, and it was like those are sick. Yeah. And like I don't know, they're just so much better to carve. They just feel that much better under your feet. I yes, rollerblading is just way funner in flat rocker. Yeah. Sometimes I I'll watch. Um, oh, that was sick. A lot of videos and see people do certain tricks. They're like, man, I should skate anti. That would be really fun just to be able to like slide and do certain certain things and I'll, I'll be like okay I'm just gonna get used to riding anti-rocker and I can never do it I'll start yeah. doing it and I'm like fuck this skating just isn't as fun I don't feel like myself like I don't feel like that that it just awesome feels really feeling sticking that I get. to the ground yeah and rolling just is, doesn't feel as good I don't yeah know. I don't know. and it's like I don't know even today like uh, like skating because like right now I'm like I just got shadows last year and I haven't like changed any frames or anything so I'm riding anti-rocker but like like having like a sh like a bum knee and, and skating on that like uh being stuck to the ground and having like a bum knee was just like kind of like uh scary you know i was just like yeah. uh like i have to pick up my leg and like not be able just to like swivel it or anything like that it kind of you lose a little bit of that that freedom and it's just like uh yeah it's just skating flat rocker just so smooth so just so nice <laughs> yeah and it's weird saying this stuff and watching all these tricks and everyone's skating anti rocker. Yeah, I know. And it's it, fucked up. It's I don't totally know it's how just they... like it's just like yeah. It's like they're calling bullshit on us constantly. Yeah. It's like, oh skating just doesn't feel as good in, in anti and they're just skating so fast, so much control. Maybe I don't we're understand just... I, don't, yeah. I don't understand like like the one thing that gets me is like these guys are always go super fast, so you figure they're going to be like pushing with their legs tons and tons. And like rollerbladers always have strong legs, like yeah. you're fucking skating all the time. But like uh, every single one of them always looks like their 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 legs are like toothpicks. Is it just the jeans? <laughs> like maybe everybody's legs just look like sticks. I'm not sure. <laughs> Even ultra strong. Wow, that was nice. Was that farmer? Was that farmer? That was uh, Don Don okay. Bambrick. Don Bambrick. Oh, Billy O'Neill's hitting himself. He's gonna do it. Oh, that's a bit awesome. Oh, shit. Billy O'Neill's a badass. Look at him in his shades. <laughs> his pro stash. I think. We'll see in like the next bit, but I, I like uh, I don't know if I've noticed any of those fisheye like ridiculous shots lately. It seems like the cameraman's changed. I think that some people just get really like uh, no, he's back. Never mind. 
I'm just gonna toss that out. Uh, it's like obviously, like, what are you supposed to do with a fisheye? You can only get so creative with like with optics, right? Like, maybe I'm just being a bit too much on that. But I, I like, I swear I've seen like other videos where I'm, I, I, I maybe like I don't know. It looks like there. It looks like a lot of stuff isn't necessarily. I'm not sure. I gotta find my words before I talk first. I think for me, it's it's kind of um, the way it's put together. It doesn't give you a, a feeling of of the whole place. It's this very narrow view. Like everything is a very like I. Like, I have no idea where they are in, in a larger kind of... Like, uh, yeah, in the bigger context of things? Yeah. Like, are you just calling for, like, wider shots? Like, I don't understand. Not necessarily. Like, even even just showing the person roll up to the trick for a longer period of time and showing just a little bit more of the spot. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, like, uh, like, the cutting in that sense would be... Lead-ups are always nice. Like, show them, like, interacting with someone and then rolling up to the thing and doing it. Because they're out in the world. It kind of makes you forget that it's not a skate park. It feels like it... Everything feels like they're isolated from the world. Yeah. But they're amidst, like, there's... In all these buildings, there's people that go to work every day in these buildings. And there's people who walk past them and, like, this is someone's neighborhood. Like, but I, mean, I don't feel that... At all, I don't feel like a larger. Oh, oh shit! I mean, like it's totally following what all skate videos have always been, right? It's always trick after trick after trick. But do you think like older videos, like we we'd have to watch Mr. Moose Knuckle, like just to see the difference? Like, uh, like I don't know if how how much setup was there before in older videos. For some reason, I feel like a grumpy old man, like, talking do you feel, about this. Do you feel, like, a sense of guilt? Like, do you feel like you're just, like, ripping on it? And well, it's like, well, look how it's just it's, it is. It's being critical. And, you know, like, like uh, part of me, I think that, like, you know, like there's, like, a classic, like, uh, saying where it's just, like, once you go to film school, you're never going to look at movies the same. You know? It's like, oh, you're going to just, like, keep on looking at all the light, and you're going to look at all the cinematics, and you're constantly going to judge it. It's just, but it's like... Well, of course, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like, it gives you, it gives you, like, it gives you a set amount of, like... I, I hate, I hate being critical. Yeah. I, 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 I hate, um, I just, I think the best position to be in is just to be able to really enjoy everything for what it's worth. Yeah. But if something doesn't give me, like, that thing... Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it just, it just like, it, it just, I guess like, uh, certain things just influence me more. I, I think I demand a bit more from, from videos. And it's, it's, it's really just, I think it's, I think it's just understandable. I think it's the same, uh, problem when people that don't know anything about rollerblading watch rollerblading and they're like, okay. So yeah, why, this, uh, I don't understand. Who, who, this who is this? Is, this who is, is this person? Why is this supposed to be so amazing? Yeah, yeah. Like the like the the biggest thing is like that everything needs like that narrative, and yeah. it's just you don't know the context of these of these people. Like the best thing about uh, about about rollerblading is that you get to meet so many different crazy uh, people, and yeah. uh, 
it would just be great to expand on that. Like, you know, it's like uh, you need to spend some time kind of like just with the person himself, like doing their own thing and then show the skating too. It's, it, it you know, it's one of those things where it just it, adds so like, much. You get to see are, their perspective. Too. There are shots of them like doing other stuff, but I don't feel them at all. Like, like I, I don't get anything from like seeing Bellino sitting in a random couch like throwing a beer can and, and yeah then, it's just the moment I mean like it for, doesn't for their, feel yeah. I don't feel a connection to John Bellino like <clears throat> I don't know like remember in Hoax 3 when there was that really long scene of Toto Galli in the bus uh, talking to his mom and he's like, like and, it, and the scene was like two or three minutes and he's just and it was in another language and there was subtitles and he's Hoax just saying was that, yeah John I'm gonna Bergeron, go right? hang out with Renee and no, it was like in Europe. In Europe, it's like a tour video uh, with like oh, with Renee Holgreen. Like Renee Holgreen. Okay, and, uh, okay, Toto yeah, Gallery. yeah, okay. And the cassette had, tape had the was dust yellow off the brain and green for that and red. One. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, exactly. There, there was a lot of there was a lot of dialogue happening in the older videos that's not happening now. You know, you really got to see like Renee Color Green, and you got to see that you're like, okay, this guy is a crazy motherfucker. He's not just getting drunk and throwing a beer can at a screen. This guy's this guy's crazy. Like there was that long clip of him in his underwear. Yeah, <laughs> nice boxes, nice boxes. <laughs> and he's like, I gotta show you this. And there's he walks like really long walk, and and just him walking in his boxers towards the bowl for a, mm. like a long time it was like more telling than any any of the shots that I've seen in this video and it made me feel like more connected to him yeah. like oh he's totally like a loser just like everyone else and he's in his boxers and he's probably hung over and he's just like walking over to the bowl yeah. and then they get all excited like looking at the bowl like I don't know uh, there's something just so real about that moment and so like you've experienced things like that or you know, you've just been yeah. excited about some spot that you're about to skate. It gives, you, it gives you that feeling, you know? I think, you know what, I, I think that, like, uh, it gives you a breath. It gives you a breath away from the rollerblading, and it gives you a, a chance to, like, re-get into it. It's like, it's like breathing in and out, you know? Totally. It's, there's, some, there's something to say about, like, uh, about having having time to be, like, out of skating because like for a lot of people like the role blending might take uh it might it might take them out and then you're going to need to have something else to like bring them back in like these narratives but for somebody else it's going to be like the role blading that soaks them back in or you know like it's just one of the it's a better setup to have uh more of a breath and just have like all these different uh times when you can connect to the skaters and literally have like uh yeah that character development because it's just going to make that much uh that much more time for you to get back into the skating or to get back and connect with it and feel it even more. feel it even more it's like a contrast it's like teasing you like more is less in a weird way yeah exactly yeah. Like or less, yeah, less is more. Trick. More is less, and less is more. Yeah, that that still works. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fuck myself by saying that because, like, by them delivering just like pure skating, oh. they're giving us more skating, but they're actually delivering less. But if they're to deliver less and give us like, they would be giving us more because we'd be, they would just, it would have that much more of an impact. Yeah, it's like the video could have had half as much skating, yeah. but they could have put it together in a way that made every. Trick every trick count counts. counts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. Like, g 
give me more of the background story to each trick and more of like a longer cut maybe like the approach and the yeah. landing and like the way the person reacted afterwards and I, I want to see those adds things. more humanity to, yeah. to like to look at it's totally like but it's totally like one of those things where like everybody just got so used to seeing big cuts like we're talking about you know it's, it's the same question with like watching old movie and you're like holy fuck this old movie's so slow it's like me like <laughs> like uh, like it might be that but I do think that like there's a reason why we that why pacing is a huge attribute in films <laughs> I mean like I, if pacing 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 like, pacing you, you need to yeah, have yeah. like a rhythm and you need to have a certain amount of pacing and to get people to be like oh shit this like moment is super huge you can't just yeah. be like trick 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 super huge trick 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 it's just got to be like okay hold on you need some like you need like a moment there where you need some some like build up to this place like holy fuck look at this place we just found this place shit and then like yeah, and then you have some kind of build up to it, something, something yeah. big, and then you're like, you know, and you don't just show like, you don't just show like the like, uh, fall, fall, and then, and then the trick succeeded. Maybe you show like, like, <clears throat> the whole time in between, like he falls, or not the whole time, but like, have him fall, and then like, s like something, stitch it together in such a way where it's just like you get a little bit more rather than just like it took him three falls and then he did it just like oh shit that was scary or something you know like there's a lot more impact that you could have with one totally. with revealing one fall like you don't have to show ten falls to show like yo it's so hard it took him ten tries you can be like you could show one of those falls perhaps like the worst fall and then build that up to like uh, to that moment where they're like yeah he accomplished this. He defeated it. And you can really feel it in kind of this chronological kind of way where it just naturally leads to this. And it's yeah. like storytelling. Like this leads to this, leads to this, leads to this. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Um. I think that's what... The, I, think that, I think that this like film... If you, if you were to shake this film in like a can you would still get the same film. <laughs> like, and I, that's a, such a douche thing to say. It's really, that's a, that's a really douche thing to say. But I mean, like, you know, like, like, there was no, like, you could have had Austin, Texas before, you know, like, any other location and it would have still, it's like, it's like non-linear. This, like, this movie's non-linear. There's no story at all to it. I don't know, yeah. But do you think this video would be better if, if it was the exact same skaters going around in a van, but it was like a random film school student who f documented everything and way put it together, and it wasn't a role better. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it would have been definitely. I think you need that. I think that like you need one person dedicated to like creating uh, a story. And, and I think the interesting thing is that Hoax Two was put together by someone who. We talked to do with we, we talked about this. I, I, do we? Yeah, I think that we said that. Like I said that he was. I think he was a rollerblader, but he turned into like he just became like a porn editor or something. <laughs> I, like I swear, I heard this. I don't think I'm just making up lies, but I think that that guy got into the porn business, which is hilarious yeah. because ultimately that guy just went into the ultimate like nonlinear thing, <laughs> just just sex, 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 fuck. Gang bangs and then money shots. But as long like as the money shots at the end. That's like straight to the real. Like yeah. straight to the real. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder how many, there's like... no beating around the bush there. No, <laughs> no beating around there's, the bush there. There's no, like, sitting in a chair and throwing an empty beer can on the ground. T-bone films. It's totally revealing. It is very revealing. Like, the funny thing is, like, the one, the main thing of uh, Hope Sue that I always remember is, like, uh, all the Dutch, uh, all the Dutch camera movements they did, and then they also had, like, uh, they're the, like, the first skate video, at least, to use, like, the 16 millimeter like, like, uh, overexposure and then cut to a new frame, because, like, that was hip back then, but it totally made full circle. Ah, uh, it's just, like, it's ridiculous. You kind of lost me there. Oh, I'm just talking about. Well, I was like, thinking. Aesthetics. I was. I, I just put on the bonus features. Yeah, and I was yeah. A little bit distracted. I just thought I'd keep the the Ooh, theme going. That's a sick ledge. So I like that. Like razors hasn't changed at all either. That's weird. You know how you and. Uh, like I've obviously I've ri- I've listened to the, your podcasts. Like Leon was saying, like the M12 has like been like the perpetual skate. It's like being around. So is like razors. Razors has like had only two molds, and like that's like the that is the number one right there. I think that's still like a cult five right there. I think we need, and it's a tough thing to do in such a small industry where there's not a lot of money. But we need more risk taking when it comes to technology. And we need more radical thinkers when it comes to, like, what a rollerblade is physically. Like, what makes a good skate. I think there's so much focus on marketing and aesthetics. And technology is taking a back seat nowadays. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how can we make a, a skate look better? How can we put it on, like, the best, the best pro's feet? But the, the focus on the technology, it needs to be brought to the forefront. Like I, I think there's so much room for improvement and like different, different uh, approaches to what a skate is. Yeah. You have to give credit to REMS. Yeah. I think you need a you you basically need like like different rollerbladers studying like kinesiology, or you need like you need to basically get that mix match of like rollerbladers that like study certain things like. Uh, that'll just like adhere to that because like it's a, it's a matter of age too and like a, like if you think a lot of the really passionate rollbiters even the older ones quote unquote are like early 30s they're, yeah they're babies yeah once we have masters of rollbiting like people who are in their 60s who are engineers and expert rollbiters and have years and years of experience with rollbiting I think at that point we'll get the best technology yeah it's just like I think that there's definitely like there's going to be improvements. I just think that like yeah, it's just going to take like it's just going to take those those people with like uh, with actual applicable like uh, like it be like okay if, if you reduce the weight, which has been a huge thing like weights like carbon like uh, the carbon skates. If you do reduce the weight, you're going to have that much more versatility. You're just going to it's going to yeah. be easier on you to to do certain tricks. It's science. It is science. And like the big thing and like it, it's super crazy to think cuz like, you know, like skating when you're when you're younger, you don't even think about rolling as a science or anything no. like that. You just you, buy into it. You just accept, okay, this is the hot skate. This is the best thing that's available and yeah. you don't think like 
like I, I rarely think of things scientific, even though I love science. Like for me, it's always about what feels natural or feels right. But like, like uh, there's like there's like like all the guys in Calgary, like uh, they 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 like uh, maybe not all the guys. Sorry, I mean, who is it? There's there's one guy. I think it was Culp. But like, Culp is all about like being like, yo, if you just shift like like your hips to the right you're just gonna like you're gonna land that that much better like he's he looks at it he very breaks it down he breaks like, it down and like just it just makes so much sense but i was just being like yo you just do a soul grind you know yeah. like, i like i've never thought about uh breaking down a trick to make it effective but like you know it's all yeah for me it's all feeling yeah you just yeah. feel it out you do it until you find a way to make it work yeah yeah that that's how i that's how i've been but i don't think that that's necessarily the best way of doing something i mean like yeah. obviously like if you can break if you can logically break down like uh like exactly a good what body, body needs to do yeah yeah and then, and just then you learn it and then you execute it you're gonna be good at it you're yeah. gonna be efficient at doing it exactly and it's uh, it's really weird because then there that's like a weird question i don't know like i i totally deal with that even doing like like judo and like martial arts like it's like you know all you have to do is like move your calf up here and you know like get into like this triangle by shifting your hips over i'm just like i don't even think about that i always think about like oh there's a space oh if i just you know if i move like this like i, I have no like internal dialogue rather than just yeah. like my just how my body reacts and like i just think that like some of these people must be really good and like at, at breaking, breaking down. down and yeah. they just need to have people doing that like uh who made uh physics was that tom heiser yep yeah like physics was such a huge innov innovation for 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 that time and we haven't really seen anything like that besides like solomon's solomon's and shadows like we can't i mean oh, fuck me fuck myself like obviously there's been like a lot of huge innovations but like we need, but I don't. Not really. Like, I think I said earlier that if you look at other areas of of technology, it just seems to be progressing so fast, like computers and, and a lot of different I just stuff. Don't think, and I don't think robots have robots haven't progressed at all. But like the Solomons are really as good as any skate that's on the market now. The Solomons. Like, um, they're f just as good as Carbons, if not, like, way better. What, the old Solomons? Yeah, like the first run of Solomons, ST1s. Well, you know, the, like... Those are good skates. Oh, they were fantastic skates. Like, the sole might but not they, be as big. The, soul, the, the sole was huge for back in the day. Like, that was one of the biggest soles. And they totally had, like, the juice system incorporated, just slightly angled down for, like, catching on rails. But like, did uh, the sole angle down a little bit? I think so. Oh, I think they did. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe I'm just thinking of USDs. Oh, I can't be. I fucking has to be Solomon's. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Um, but you know, like Solomon was a huge company back in the day, and they already had the technology through like skis and snowboards like they just basically it was a big company saying okay we already know what to do so we're just going to make the best skate ever and you know they did they they made uh they made a skate that was really contoured to the foot used not that much plastic and had one of the best lacing systems and had anti like had padding for for on the ground and plus like i think that they were the first like uh, company to have 
this like frame soul heel thing where you could just take it off and then put on a new one. Did like other companies didn't really do that, and they had to catch up. Like when Bauer had Escape back in the day, like oh shit, we have to get like make this removable. Make, yeah, make this removable skate. Like I think Rollblade started doing that because they had uh, like the idea of like replaceable parts. Yeah. But I think Roll, yeah. I think Solomon was like a huge innovator for that, and they they took real real due consideration for a lot of things like thick axles. Uh, they got rid of, did they get rid of spacers or no? They had they had metal spacers, but they didn't they 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 widened the ac- they widened the axles so that you didn't need bearing spacers. Yeah, and they so, felt super solid. Yeah, yeah. So you, they were thinking like, you know what that that is money. That's money. Like That's money. money going into R and D and paying mm-hmm. fucking smart people to think about this stuff. You know, th- yeah. I think that's the biggest hurt to skate technology is that there's no money in it. Mm. We can't attract like the smart engineers. Like you're not going to pay a dude from NASA rollbutting money to like look in. But if but if you could pay the s- fucking smartest engineers just just hypothetically in theory yeah if you could pay like steal the dudes from nasa like hey we'll pay you more than your what do you what's nasa paying you yeah we'll double it yeah in theory you're gonna end up with a product that is better than anything on the market oh totally but i mean like rollerblading is like obviously it's it's old enough to have like uh people that grew into it and are now adults like now it's like if you don't have to you wouldn't have to pay somebody as much as you'd have to find somebody that was so in love with rollerblading that has a job like that. Yeah, it just that has would be to a be... fluke, though. I don't think there's any. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, the, the thing is, is, like, you always hear, like, like, from my from my view, I the smartest of... dudes in the world aren't rollerbladers. We'll just say that. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, like, like a lot of rollerbladers are artists. A lot of them are always creative. Yeah. There's only they're smart in a... their own way. They're smart in their own way, but there are there are rollerbladers that are engineers. There are rollerbladers that are like physicists. There gotta be. Yeah. And well, like, yes, yeah, those people, engin- like young engineers, young like engineers starting out. They're yeah. not the top dudes at NASA. No, no, no. But even if there was somebody that had an affinity for rollerblading, and they're just like, oh yeah, rollerblading. Oh, I could make a really good skate. Like, you just have to find that one guy and be like, yo, do you remember, like, skating Tarmax? <laughs> you should just make a really sweet skate and be like, oh, yeah, I could probably bust that out in a day. Could, could you Could you just do that and just, like, send the papers off somewhere and get it made, please? Well, I think eventually <laughs> a, a guy's going to come along that is, like, extremely passionate about rollerblading, like, skates a lot and he's old like he's in his 50s 60s Arlo and he's also Eisenberg? like a top no no not a fucking Arlo <laughs> Arlo will make nice t-shirts but this dude is gonna like he's he's gonna engineer like something that's gonna revolutionize skating oh is the Jesus Christ of rollerblading? <laughs> give me a second Riley just went to the bathroom I'm still watching the bonus uh, features of uh, of charging. It actually reminds me of a really funny story when I was working at a video store. Um, this uh, this kid and his dad came up to the checkout stand with uh, with a DVD, and the kid asked me why it was a double DVD because it was one of those DVDs with two attached to one, and I said, "Oh well." One DVD is the movie, and the other DVD is bonus features. And the kid said, 
bonus features? I don't want bonus features! And he starts freaking out in the video store. And I guess the kid had some kind of like mental handicap and his dad just like grabbed him and was like, okay, okay, settle down, settle down. And they just left the video store without renting the, the DVD. That sounds like a really sad story. What the, what, what was that? I was working, I was working at the video store and this, this isn't the past. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm telling the story twice, but, uh, the, <laughs> I was, I was saying that we went to the bathroom and the, the, the bonus features came on and yeah. it just reminded me of this weird thing that happened to me when I was working at the video store. Okay. Sorry. Keep on, keep on talking. We can talk about that later. <laughs> They've already heard the story. Uh, uh, the, uh, a kid and his dad came up to rent this double disc DVD. Yeah. And the kid was like, why is there two DVDs? And I was like, well, one DVD is the movie, and then the other DVD is bonus features. Yeah. And the kid was like, bonus features? Yeah. I don't want bonus features. <laughs> and he like freaks out and throws this features. like tantrum and the dad just like pulled him out of the store he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry and they didn't even rent the dvd they just both like oh, left the store that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> it was, it was just really, really awesome it was just reaction. such like such an unexpected reaction yeah like, yeah but he, why, he was why like, he was out over the like he just bonus features he just totally totally it. like uh handicapped yeah. was it just yeah so he just like he was just like fuck this, and he just had yeah. the ultimate reaction to it. Yeah, like if he could like if he could tie your if he could tie your arms in a knot, he would. <laughs> the worst thing you've ever heard. Oh, that's awesome! Like he didn't fucking want bonus features. He just yeah. wanted well, a movie. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. Hey, he's just like that guy was just being straight up. He's just like, who the fuck makes bonus features? All they want to do is see the movie, and. Uh, are we making fun of retards? Is that what's happening? Like, I'm not trying to make, like, I'm just saying that I would have that reaction, but deep down, I just, like, I hold it back. I'm just like, oh, okay, those are sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there is, like, a place in me that's just, like, bonus features? <laughs> like, seriously, there is. There's definitely a place in me that's just, that would have that exact same reaction. I just quell it. <laughs> I just can't handle. Isn't, like, a lot of people feel like, the bonus features kind of dilute the, the the core product and kind of give away the secrets of it and, and take away from the mystery of the actual entity that you're creating. It's like, oh, here are all these, like, how they made it and backstories and interviews with the actors, and it kind of makes it, the, 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 the movie itself, feel less yeah, magical yeah, yeah. in a sense it's like oh this is all the oh, production it's, it's exposing stuff. the magic yeah yeah it's, it's it like a magician show secrets yeah like, a magician showing all, their tricks all art needs to have like its share of mystery and secrets they're like it's as important like what you show as what you don't show and you kind of have to leave questions like oh my god like that's very true you know that kind of adds Ooh. to the you just you just set up. You, they should just like do the best trick ever and just never show it. Just have the lead up and everything. <laughs> just cut the film right there. Just like uh, just oh, like the end of the Sopranos. Just ask questions. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like the very. Well, what was that trick? It was just too good. You'll never know. Yeah. <sighs> That's probably the worst skate video idea in the world. Some people would just be pissed. It's like, oh, you guys are just stupid. Why would you just cut the trick? Why don't you like? It's, sorry, man. It's in the bonus features. 
hidden. hidden hidden in the bonus features oh this is the uh this is the trailer that i watched on the internet this uh sean kelso section oh this is a sean oh, kelso section amazing nice yeah yeah i have to take a pee sounds good sounds good oh. i've already taken like five Okay. I might just be silent through this whole time because subtracting wasn't the best idea last time. But. No, I gotta talk. Okay, so these, like. Those are pretty epic shots, I have to say. Man, did you just push that? Oh, see, Carly. <laughs> I thought that because all I heard was Todd peeing, yeah. and then I heard the door like hit him still peeing, but it felt like it was like it sounded like it was a push, and then you just like I was like, man, did you just push that out like as quick as you could, like <laughs> walking in, spudding up. That's hilarious. We finished the video. And I, it was like amazing Ooh, skating. It was good. Whoa, that was a gang of skinny jeans. Yeah, there's a lot of skinny jeans in here. What do you think about skinny jeans? Um. There has to be a reason why a lot of males are wearing skinny jeans right now. Girls must love skinny jeans. I fucking hate skinny jeans, but I have a big ass, so they're not that comfortable. But um. But you're not the one wearing the skinny jeans. It's the it's these guys. All these I guys are. I don't really like it. It's so emo. But I understand why it's totally a lot of skaters evil. do it because it's like the stretch in them. Is that are they elastic? A lot of them have a, have stretch in them, but I don't know. Like the, I just don't. I I would rather see somebody in like baggy cargos and yeah, you know, like so. I don't know, sort of. I, it's like a grungy look. I don't really get it. It like, is grunge, to but that it's totally to grunge. Look like they're really. Dirty? I don't know. I'm not, it's not really my thing. Like, I just think that we went to the '90s. There was like, like for like the last like from 2000 up, we like went from the '70s to the '80s to the '90s, like if really. As like, if you if you like, look the at the '90s were a lot cooler than this because oh yeah, this is like uh, a, the '90s were awesome compared to. <laughs> if you look at it as a sexual thing, purely sexual, if you were to, if there was a rollerblader that really like turned your crank, yeah. what would they be wearing? Probably, like, baggy cargos. And the cargos that are, like, not that brownish-yellowy color. Like, the light, like, golfer-style cargos. Oh, like light khaki? Yeah, light khaki. Or a black cargo pant. <laughs> <laughs> black cargos. A, car a black cargo pant. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Maybe... Were they from Randy River? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, or like I... Mr. Big and Tall. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then probably. I think if you actually saw this, you'd retract your comments. Like if someone was actually wearing this shit. No, and then I I think I like, like a, a white a white V-neck shirt with a collar plaid shirt like button but not button. A collared plaid like, shirt with V-neck with cargo pants. Yeah, like kind of the preppy look, but like a baggy khaki pant. I think you just, I think that's like, I think that's going to, I think you're going to see people doing that like 
in five months. Swear it has to happen. You'll well, see. Well, now that I've said that's what's sexy. Yeah. And like <laughs> growing this weird emo hair where like the front, your front bangs are really long and like you have this pervy, nasty snatch like <laughs> of a stash. Like I just, why not just look like a presentable dude and. Hey, mustaches can be awesome. I'm, I'm a fan of mustaches. <laughs> not, have, not, not, not dirty mustache. mustaches. But oh, like like Alex Broskow. Yeah, he's got probably a the ugliest. You got to trim it and you got to make it look good. You got to keep. Got, you got to like, keep a mustache like a little proper. Weasel dick. He has these. these <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, he totally like, does have a weasel now, dick. Now like Chris Farmer with his like really shaggy black hair, like. Yeah, I'm badass in my. It really is like jacket. attempting to be like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Like, that dude's awesome. I love him. You know, he, you know what? At heart, I bet he's a big pussy, and he lives at home with his grandma. Like, it's just, it's too much of a costume, and it's like they try to make it look well, like it's really this interesting. Is just their style, but really, they probably spend like two hours trying on different outfits before they go skating. That's something we should talk about because, like, Farmer was the epitome of like trend change. Because he went from he went from baggy sweatpants and everything to like super tight like uh, exaggerated look. And you know what? Cool. I actually think baggy sweatpants are pretty fucking sexy. Like Todd's <laughs> always sliding into his skinny jeans, and I'm always trying to convince him to put on his sweatpants. Like there's just something about I don't know. I like a nice baggy sweatpant. I love. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you like the sweatpants. <laughs> nice baggy sweatpants. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's sweet. Sweatpants are sweatpants are great. Is this this is like the third ugliest person I've ever seen. All three of them. Don. All the pro <laughs> skaters are like. That's the look is being extremely ugly. Well, like a scuzzy. But it's not like like long like, greasy hair like, and a fur stash and just ripped up tight is, jeans. Long hair, like gross mustache, and and super tight jeans. Like it's 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 basically everybody dresses the same in that sense. But everybody's different. Everybody's everybody's different. What do you think they look like when they go to a job interview at like Starbucks or something? Same way, man. Well, how are you supposed to change when Maybe you're different? Maybe they pull it back in a ponytail. See, I now know. I feel bad. I just made myself feel bad. Why? <laughs> because like, like all these guys, like you know. We don't. Is it? You know what? All these guys. Is it are just a trend? Really it's, nice. it's obviously yeah. Eric Garcia. They're probably all nice. We're not talking about whether they're good people or not. We're talking about whether or not they've got a bit of... We're just talking about their choices, right? Their choices of... I'm strictly talking about how shitty they look. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this guy? Jumbalina. See, he's kind of cute. If he had a baggy pant on right now, he'd be a lot cuter. (laughs) You love his hair. I know you do. I like that cute... You know what? When I see a kid that I... You know, Jumbalina was wearing the most amazing, like, um... A brown leather jacket was that him? That was John Bellino, yeah. was it? Yeah, was nice. he was wearing an awesome brown leather jacket, and he kind of looked like, uh, like a what's that? What the shit's that guy's name? You can just tell that his hair used to be like cut short, and now it's a little bit shaggy. I like any boy that looks there. Like it is. There's the brown like leather jacket. A little, you know, blader boy. I don't know. There's something <laughs> perverted about it. I, uh, he's I can't be for sure. <laughs> I think this guy, like, this guy, this guy's still caught in the 70s, and there's something about that. Everybody's stuck in the 90s. That guy reverted right back. He's, he's before everybody else. He's got um, a nice haircut. Yeah, he does have a nice haircut. A little Who bit shaggy. Who was the cheddar head that they just showed? 
uh, Casey Rott. Oh. See, he should be allowed to have long hair, because it looks like he has, his head is on fire. If I had red hair, I would wear it like that, too. But, like, I think, I don't know, the, the skinny jean is just not, like, Eric <laughs> Bailey, he's eye candy, but he wears skinny jeans, so his ass looks enormous. <laughs> I don't know why, when you, when you say, like, pant, it's so funny. Yeah, I know. It's, it is really awesome. <laughs> I'm actually awesome. purposely saying it now because I like the way it sounds. Oh, you just got up in that. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, yo, it's David Spade. <laughs> I think that was Zuri. Yo, that was totally David Spade. I think if you're gonna grow your hair long, you either need to have a really nice curl to it, or it needs to be a really unique color. And a nice baggy pant. With a nice baggy sweatpant, and you have just won me over. <laughs> yeah. So how long was your podcast? Well, it's still Let's going. See. Oh fuck. So I just like only one ran, hour. I just about ran another my hour mouth to go. off about people, and I was on a podcast. I oh no, we were done. But the video no, was we're playing. yeah, I know. You guys we are we just did it in the middle. Secret assholes. No, the thing is, is that we're actually being not top secret assholes. Uh, that's why, like, you we're know, like casting our assholes. Yeah, well, well, I came out to you just sitting by yourself quietly, so I figured. Well, that's because he was peeing and he was pushing his pee out. I heard you push your pee out, by the way. Heard a little bit of this. No, I think you heard it splashing into the toilet. Is that just constant? It doesn't make Maybe you just have very powerful streams. He can't make that much noise because he sits when he pees. <laughs> oh, you've just been exposed. I'm not ashamed of you. No, I, 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 I totally sit down when I pee too. Fuck it, everybody Less does. At some point. I hate it. Well, just because you have a girlfriend, that's why. Seriously? Yeah. You think when you get a girlfriend, you just start sitting down and you just pee? Uh, I think I when like Todd, cleaning the bathroom yeah. becomes... Like I made Todd issue. clean his piss off the floor once and said, if you don't start sitting to pee, this is going to be your job every morning. Saturday morning will wake you up at 7. You just don't got no you know, aim? Honestly, it was... Well, even if you aim well, there's splash. But it was actually a French guy that I worked with who convinced me that sitting down when you pee is the best way to do it. Well, you had a conversation with a French guy about urinating. Yeah, he's then, like, he's like, dude, <laughs> you gotta sit when you pee. Well, okay, you got close to me because, like, um, because they're they're. I I heard from some French guy <laughs> that it's actually like better for your prostate if you if you sit down peeing. Really? I don't know. It that's, took some getting used bullshit, to. That's bullshit, actually. I just lied straight up. <laughs> it takes some getting used to because, like, it feels like at first when you sit and pee, it feels like it's hard to get it all out. Yeah. And then for a while, like, I would stand up and put my pants back on and then a little bit would dribble out. Yeah. But you have to learn how to, like, because you have to sit and do your thing and, and you have to clean it with some toilet paper. So were you sitting down right there or are you standing up? Because I, I, I heard that, and, like, I could have been outside. Yeah, tonight, <laughs> it was, like, one of the times, probably the first time in months that I've stood and peed, really? and like, after a couple, a few beers. And for some reason, I I just knew that you had stood when you peed, so I was like, oh. Oh, I'll you just, had to match that? Oh, that's, that's fine. I'll just, I'll oh, just sorry. Like I should have just sat down. No, no, no. It's cool. <laughs> but uh, usually I sit. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, I'll stand up when I have to. I love peeing outside. Peeing outside is like... I love peeing like, outside. Yeah, if I can, like, pee out in nature and just, like, just feel... It just feels 
good. It just like because then you, yeah. you get a breath and you it's get true. to you get to see like you're like okay like there's a couple trees so this is good. You, you like you just like it's a it's it's like the ultimate newspaper. <laughs> like I love I love sitting down and like and like like reading something when I take a piss or shit like. Yeah. Again, we're, we're like we like this. This might be like how we do our whole thing. We might have like this whole like uh, pattern where we we talk about rollerblading and technology, and then we step onto like BC's P, <laughs> like and then, and then we and we gather we gather ourselves back up into like uh, into a final bout, and then we talk about how we're talking about P. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, no, we'll get very how yeah, yeah, yeah. intelligent it is. Yo, hopefully, hopefully we can expand on this. <laughs> Uh, that's true. Oh, it's playing again. Sweet. I kind of like that it actually just started playing by itself. Yeah, me too. Like, it doesn't give you a choice. Like, oh, you're just gonna sit there and ignore me? Fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play then. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I really. This is so futuristic. This uh, moment. What? Like, what like, we're we're, are we? Where we're going here? To like to the point where we're talking about just rollerblading. Just rollerblading. Just. The, the just one single aspect of this situation. Yeah, rollblading. Rollblades were invented in what eighty nine, eighty eight. Like no, they're they invented like yeah, like late eighties. But like the uh, the idea was around for a while. The like they oh, the idea yeah, but rollblades yeah were invented like late eighties. That what that's uh, like twenty years ago. Yeah, really over twenty years ago. Rollblading. <laughs> so we're talking about something that has only been in the human imagination for twenty years. No, that's not true. Or no, thirty years. No, 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 no. It is true. No, it's not true because like somebody, like somebody imagined, uh, somebody actually did make like uh, rollerblades with like clay, like wheels, like way back in the day. Because they want Joseph to... Merlin. I don't know what his name was. Was that it? Because like, it was a freak show. Like I think back in the 1900s. Yeah, in the 1900s, someone made, like somebody a, thought like like roller skates in line, like skates. ice skates. Somebody thought of the idea. So the imagination of that has been around for a very long time, and like like who knows? Like that guy had the simplest ideas about it. He that guy, if he were to go, if that guy were to go and look into the future and be like, oh watch my. charging. <laughs> yeah, watch charging. Be like, oh my no. It's all witchcraft. <laughs> this video is amazing, but I don't feel an emotional connection. To the people <laughs> I wish, eh? I, w- I like seriously. The, the dialogue with that guy would be amazing. It's just like, okay, but, but okay, we won't even. We won't even. We won't be so gentle. We won't be so gentle. I want to see a beginning. <laughs> but the idea, the idea of rollerbladers doing tricks on on street objects. Yeah. If you even just think about like urban architecture, modern urban architecture. Yeah. That's pretty new. And then doing new tricks on it. And then yeah. using memory recording devices, filming it, yeah. broadcasting it, and then other people yeah. watching that it's and a producing late, late an audio podcast yeah, yeah. of their thoughts while experiencing that. Oh, yeah. And then broadcasting it to the world. Yeah. Like, if you... like. It's huge it's acceleration. Really, it's huge really acceleration. Crazy. There's so much going on all yeah, at once yeah, yeah. in this moment. It's an it's it's an amazing time to be alive, but it's also a very hectic and crazy time to be alive. Yeah, like yeah. experiencing all this, it, we're just monkeys. We're just primates. Yeah. No, totally. And <clears throat> we're in this environment that is totally. <clears throat> completely structured, but at the same time, 
Uh, madness. We're not programmed to deal with this shit. No, we aren't, but we're, we're playing a great catch-up game. <laughs> like, uh, I think that's like, like half our, half our quote-unquote evolution hasn't been, like, uh, hasn't been, well, no, uh, it, it, it hasn't been physical, but it's been, like, uh, neurological. Like, we've definitely just gotten really, we've, we've basically found a way to short-circuit everything. That's what I think. It's like, and we're very good at, as a species, we're very good at accepting the world in which we're birthed to. Yeah. Accepting our reality. <clears throat> and accepting it as the norm. Uh, well, I don't when know. it isn't. It's not the I norm. Don't, I don't think that we're actually, like, I don't think that we accept it. But I think that we, like, w what we're doing is that we, uh... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I don't think it's, like, accepting. I think it's, like, uh... I think it's, like a crazy thriving because like we almost we almost uh we almost just reject things we don't want to accept them we we try to be like yo you know the world's so tough right now it's just me and my blades like every all these guys are everybody has like a, a crazy dream to be the best we're not accepting that we're just not gonna be like uh, i'm just gonna be an electrician the rest of my life i'm just gonna accept it all these guys are like Yo, I'm gonna be the best person in the world. We're gonna figure this out and do all these things. I mean, like maybe I'm just taking what you said, like in like a totally different perspective than what you were saying. Well, I was saying like <laughs> accepting kind of all these technological advances as just being like normal and oh yeah, I'm a human and I've got this cell phone and this computer and I can communicate with my friend in Australia instantly. And yeah, it's no big deal. That's just the way the world is. Yeah. But what you're doing is something that, like, a hundred years ago was fucking witchcraft. Like, if, like even the idea of it, people even just talking about it, was hippy-dippy bullshit, and it wasn't close to reality. Like, people would be made fun of for discussing the possibility of that. But now it's all real, which is even crazier, because before then, like, to discuss it was, like, complete witchcraft. And you'd just be a complete heresy, like... Like, like all those, like all those ancient, like, uh, like physicists, not physicists, but astronomers like Galileo and like Copernicus and all these people that had great, uh, like ideas of, of like, yo, maybe like the sun doesn't like, uh, rotate around the earth, but like this, like the earth rotates around the sun. All those guys just dog the fuck down. Like they'd be like, no, you're retarded. This is, this isn't how things work. But like those small strokes of like, of genius, like have led to this shit like we talked about it in the last last podcast where oh, i'm pretty sure we did or we talked about it recently where like newton's ideas like helped us get to the moon newton was a long time ago but we still use the newton same question who invented the calculus he invented calculus yeah so did we ever figure out who who invented electricity uh yeah we did it's thomas edison edison <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I that completely blew my mind last time. So Tesla, Tesla did uh, radio. Tesla coil, Tesla he, coil. Yeah, he he. Well, he he's he was a big inventor too. I think he I think he also had something to do with the theremin. It's like, have you ever heard of a theremin? It's like a theremin. Yeah, it's like a, it's this big metal rod that people use as a musical instrument, and basically it's just like your body reacting to like a, like 
like the electromagnetic charge around like a charged rod. So like you'll just like it's 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 a really eerie sound, but it's like and the closer you get your hands to this rod, the higher the pitch goes because you're a conductor. So it's like it sounds like it sounds like a one string violin that perpetually like has a tone and you just like you just sit there and you play with it. But he made a theremin, he did the Tesla coil. And I think the Tesla coil, what it the Tesla like isn't that like uh, something to do with magnets? It has to be. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't no know. Fucking clue. I, ha- I have no clue about Tesla. I all I know is that Tesla had a lot of inventions, and that he was definitely somebody that paved a lot of ways to where we're living right now. It's, right now, it's just crazy to think of how many genius individuals led to the point where we could make skate videos. Yeah. Like. In, like Inventing like urethane, well, not inventing urethane, but finding out that urethane is the best material for a wheel, yeah. and figuring out electricity, and figuring out how to make a lens, and figuring out how to how to produce a DVD, and there's just like so like like a bit like a million people went into the production of yeah. this video that we're watching right now, and we just sit the history here and just of people inventing shit. Yeah, totally. You know, it's it's really. Well, it is really fucking crazy. It's it's amazing though because like like the one thing that I think the underlying thing is that we're we're basically creating a big mirror, and like everything that we do is always like to to advance this huge mirror that we've created. It's like all we want to do is look into this ultimate mirror and just see everything, and that's all technology is. I, I mean, like. It, as, as ridiculous as that sounds, like, how much did people want to take a picture and see themselves? They wanted to uh, make video and see themselves move. They, when in the internet, they want to see the mirror of humanity. They want to see, like, uh, when you create history books, you want to see the mirror of, like, uh, the his- of history. You want to be able to reflect on all these different things. So it's like, it's... That's basically what we're doing, but it's it's funny because every single culture as we advance has a different way of dealing with this mirror. <laughs> you know? It's like like for us the mirror was like uh especially with roleplaying was was super like was super new and we we're like, oh okay, like we can we can use this to make skate videos and we can like uh we can just like go and liberate ourselves with this. But now, with rollerblading, the mirrors become a lot more sophisticated. It's just become like something where we obviously found like a huge advance in it. We could use it to make our tricks better. Like it's a weird thing <coughs> to to think that like we use technology in a in a big loop. It's like it's the same idea as like uh, yeah. is like uh, like we were talking about like mirror neurons, where it's like you. You see something, you see somebody else doing something, you, you soak it in as if you're doing it, and then you perform it yourself. Uh, the same thing deals with, with like, like the internet. That's <laughs> the exact same thing. There's just different modes of, 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 of experiencing. I don't know. I need to find some kind of conjoining, like, word to, to bring this back to role-winning and to bring this back into, like, how, how we, like, uh, how we experience mediums. But, like, the, I, uh, sorry, like, the big thing is, <clears throat> is that 
let's say like uh, what you're saying is blowing my mind. Is it? It's it's. Well, I mean, like, cause, like, have you ever heard about like uh, the like uh, there's like the mirror stage in in like infants? It's like it's fresh me. Okay, like it's this total like uh, psychology thing where uh, when you're an infant, you have like the mirror stage of your life, and it's when you realize that you are actually an other, that you're not just like part of your mom. You look at like, cause like at that point when you're a baby, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm the same as this person. I'm actually this person. Because that's the only relation you have to something. But then when you start, like, growing up, you look into the mirror and you have, you're like, oh, okay, wait, that's me. And then there's this complex that happens where you're like, okay, well, this is me. That means I'm not my mom. That means that I'm actually my own individual. And then you have, like, these, like cascading Whoa. things and then like you know like it, it it's just like it's freudian and lacanian but it's like i think the main thing to get out of it is that uh is that we take is that we take mirror like the the idea of of being able to view another as yourself is super intertwined into like the way that we uh learn I think that's like the biggest thing to take from it. So when you watch rollerblading, you can see a trick and you'd be like, oh, I see how he does that. And that's why style is so awesome. When somebody has really good style, you're like, okay, this guy just makes this look so easy. I just get it. And you're like, your brain's firing off. You're like, this guy's so good. I want to be just like him. You're just using him as like a super mirror of what you want to be. This virtual mirror. Yeah, a virtual you mirror. A mirror. You wish that was you. You yeah. wish that was you. Yeah, yeah. So you have this relation to like, like suddenly this is like your like a transcendental mirror, right? And like so, you just you, you you basically set up this relationship between you and a medium, where it's super reflective that you impose yourself on these people like it is yourself, but it's. It's not you. <laughs> like you're still, you're still yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't know how much more to talk about it. The big thing, I, the big thing is, is that suddenly technology will get to the point where these guys will be doing it at a distance from us, which will be more like a mirror, which is even better because then you'll be like, okay, that guy's like ten feet away, so it establishes him possibly more as a as a separate entity but at that same time it's still something that you might be able to liken to that's something that i'm really interested in i'm not quite sure how i think about it and if that's like a progress in my head i don't know i don't know what it is but for some reason we're doing we're doing something that we're feeding back on and everybody does it like why 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 does everybody look the same right now why is everybody looking like tight pants and like i think it has to do with the media, the the videos, yeah, and is everybody the, just the having abundance like... of like the quantity of videos that are coming out. It it makes everyone look more alike. Like I think back in the but do 90s, you think that, do you think that that's like a mirror? Do you think that's yeah, a yeah. mirror ring? Then? Totally, everyone like, like in the nineties, like in the hoax two era, there was a more diverse styles. Like a, more people dressed differently, and more people were unique in their personalities because they weren't so saturated with media. But I they think, were saturated with media more than the, their last generation. More than their last generation, but much less than this generation. Like, this generation is the most saturated um, media 
ever, and they're the most alike. They're the the least individualistic. Yeah. Because they're they're living up to this like standard that they see, and they're so saturated yeah, with, and they super. live. It's a it's a big like standard. Every like in the nineties, you didn't wake yeah. up in the morning and like look at new shit. Like every day, people are looking at new shit, new yeah. shit, new shit, new shit. They're consuming more than ever. Yeah, more than ever, and and they're viewing that mirror or that virtual mirror more and more and it's like this is how you're supposed to be this is how you're supposed to be and they're getting that every fucking day yeah and it becomes like very it's like a religion it's like i guess it is kind totally of like it's, it's like it's uh it's very heavy it's an ultimate way of looking at how something should be done and how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to act. And I think that why has I, an impact on, That's like, why advertising on, like, works so well. Yeah. I mean, like, you could totally... I think it has a huge impact on the way people act in front of the camera. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh this is the way I'm supposed to act. I am a rollerblader. I am supposed to do this when the camera gets pointed at me. I am supposed to talk like this when I do a product review. I'm supposed to say, yo, what's up? This is blah, oh, blah, totally, blah. totally, totally, totally. reviewing the blah, blah, blah. And there's like a certain way that you're supposed to talk. And they get that from being like oversaturated with like media, media, media. Like this is who you are. This is what you're supposed to think and do and act. And, and if you don't act like this, then you, you're not a role bitter. You need to talk like this, like look like this. You need to like ride it's, volos but, and have tight pants. All those, all those, pants. yeah, yeah. All those are cues for for a culture too, though. And it's weird to think that, like, you know, like a, a certain, like, it's it's a, it is a culture. It is a culture, but yeah. like a cultures adhere to to certain certain. Culture things. is not your friend. It, maybe it's not. Because, like, it's a weird thing. That's is a Terrence lot of, McKenna. But the, is that? Is that uh, yeah, that's like, Terrence that's, McKenna. That's but culture is not your friend. That's very interesting. And rollerblading is a fucking culture. Oh, it, it is, is a culture. not your friend. Everything is a culture. Like, the, like the, like the way that uh, culture is set up is, is like an ideology. It's everything in, like, you know, uh, certain things have really been, like, shown that, like, ideologies are... Might not be the best thing. Anti-progressive. They're detrimental. Yeah. You know? It, progress comes from everyone being totally fucking themselves and you, a diverse gene pool. And it's anti-progressive when everyone starts to act the same. Yeah. That's when things die. That's totally. when species Because all die. these guys are adhering to a set, a set established uh, language right now. And, it's, and the language is, yo, check this out. Look at me. Do these. Yeah. Do that. Like, and, you know, like... To a certain amount, you have to have it, but there has to be differentiation. Like, there's some like it's hard to say, right? Because like how like everybody needs like a set amount. Like if if you were if we didn't all agree to wear rollerblades, then, then we wouldn't have rollerblading or something weird. You know what I'm trying to say? Like there's like uh, there's there's a there's certain there's certain things that we just like 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 uh, what would I? What, what's a great like? There are ben benefits to it. There needs to be certain well, there's certain like, pressures on people to to be good at rollerblading for rollerblading to progress. Or there's certain cultures that are that are that are good. Like there's like I mean like, but are they even cultures? Like for somebody to be scientific, to to meet up with a bunch of different scientific people, they all have to have the same like colloquial uh, isms 
to to talk to each other. So they're all adhering yeah. to a certain amount of uh, of of stuff to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, everything's making sense, and we all we all have this like this direct communication between each other. Like so, to a certain degree, it does fuel progress. Like yeah. everyone wanting to make money fuels technological pro- progress because like people want to come out with the best technology so they can make money. Yeah. So to a yeah to a certain degree, there are, there are benefits, and and culture does fuel a lot of progression. But on the same note, when everyone starts to act the same, that is anti-progressive in other areas. Yeah. Yeah. Like in artistic you just need, areas, you just need those like, those those crazy, crazy vectors that just branch out or something. I don't it's know. so crazy how like the progress really depends on people progressing in many different ways. Like you need yeah. to have the well, mad the brilliant scientists, and you have to have to have the mad like crazy art artists who are totally um, radical in, in their thinking yeah. and and all those motives. things like all those things run. It all in, depends on like a. Yeah. Crazy ass diverse gene yeah. pool, and they all they all happen at the same time. Like there's so many different things that happen at the same time. It has to. It probably has to do with the fact that like all these guys are getting born at the same time, and they're just living the same thing. So they're experiencing a certain amount that's making them like come to different realizations and ways of expressing it all at the same time. And it's also like all these people are from different places in the world, but but if you go to all these different places, it's like you see the same fucking strip malls with the McDonald's, yeah, Walmart, yeah, yeah. and like, it's like everything is becoming homogenized into one thing. That's been like around for for, for like at least 40, 40 years. But it's, it's interesting. It is that, getting that more means, That means that we've become, like, we've, we grew up in that, and we're realizing it. But what does that mean for like people that are younger than us that are like still growing up in this? Like, like, uh, like, are they going to come to that that same thing where we're just like, oh, maybe this is all bullshit, and then suddenly, you know, they're going to be super hipsters that just don't give it that much more of a fuck or something, you know? Like, they're like, like, it's it feels like we're at the end of a rope, but it's not necessarily like I just I still don't believe that we're at the end of a rope I think that no, like we're in the I think middle that, of the rope it just feels that like it's it's very recursive anything that's happening like right now like even though we notice the changes it's still a loop and it's unfortunate because like like there there are certain things that are happening like inflation is like is inflation really gonna like like uh, get to the point where it's just gonna like our uncles were doing like having dates for five dollars now we're doing it for 50 like our kids are gonna be like yo can i borrow five thousand dollars okay here's five thousand dollars or is it gonna like or is everything gonna like collapse at that point like the whole that that whole structure is it is a loop but it's completely fucked because it really depends on like on uh, on everything always being in a positive it always depends on continual growth why don't we have like a system that's like okay with just like floating being it's like built into our biology to constantly progress and build upon old inventions and like it's just in us to innovate but we I mean, never like, just accept like oh this is the way things I, I are and we're just gonna stop I mean, like in a, I mean like in a capitalistic sense you like you always have to be like you, like everything always has to be like uh 
gaining in a certain amount. I mean, like, uh, like it just seems like that whole system, like, you could still have development without, like, uh, making $5 million a year or yeah. something. I don't know. It just seems weird. It just seems really false in a, in a way. I mean, like, I understand it. I, like, fuck, I'm obviously, like, always going to try to make the most money as I possibly can to survive. But it just seems, it just seems like a really weird system. It, it, it is. It is a really weird system in that it doesn't really suit our biological needs. It, it suits these, like, deep-rooted, like, really crazy desires that don't make any sense. Like, it's like, it's like you have five million dollars in the bank, but you're obsessing about making five million dollars next year so you can add to your bank account. But it's like the more you have, the more you want. The more you have, the more you want. That doesn't make any sense. There should be a point where you're satisfied. But we're programmed never to be satisfied. And that, people complain about that, but that, Riley got up and went to the bathroom. But... That is what has brought us to the point where we can make skate videos. Is our incessant like need to progress and progress. Like people have spent their lives suffering and pursuing and being um, being uh, motivated. Okay, I think we got to change each other. I think we just. I think we just downed. I think we just downed everything. So sad, but at the same time, whatever. It's the world, the apocalypse. No, I think it's a really interesting thing to discuss because I think robotting and especially skate videos just fit right into the like the madness that is the future. Okay, um, it is such a fucking fu fucking kids skating around the city with video cameras doing stunts on rollerblades. Like it's fucking futuristic. Oh, that is totally future. It totally that oh, it sells it's so, it sells me as the it's future. The future. It sells me as the future. Oh, it fits right in. It's just it's just like it's something you could only do with like and they're hipsters concrete. that just don't care. <laughs> fucking like crazy futuristic like warriors on rollerblades. Like it's just, just people that. Yeah, exactly. Where's all that energy supposed to go? Yeah. Where's like, where's like teenage it's like they don't need to go, to go out and hunt animals. They don't <laughs> yeah. need to go out yeah. and hunt animals to get food. So they've warped into this crazy desire oh, to awesome. like do weird artistic tricks. Yeah, and, all that, all that would be Blow like out a, their pent up like yeah. male energy but using futuristic like memory recording devices. Oh, it's huge. And it's just this futuristic form of like men. Is that farmer right there? Yeah, he's throwing his yeah, face against the wall. He's acting like a girl. Oh, come what a on, baby. Man. What a baby face. I can't, sorry. Just Don't get your pants in your not. It's a bit much. You put them back on and then you escape cuz you just couldn't handle it for that time. It's funny though sorry, be I just, because like to him I hate those people like that. Those emotions were real. 
at that point when he was skate throwing a skate against the wall like his emotion was real like that's what he does for a living that's his place in the world is doing that trick and he was pouring his soul into doing it and he couldn't do it and that frustration was real it might be like a total joke to us did you think it was real or do you think well, it was yeah, real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real. He you was really so? frustrated and angry and he was doing something that was really physically dangerous and he just wanted to get it over with, but yeah. he kept screwing it up. Like he was genuinely frustrated, I think. I think he went through hell just to get that trick and that's an interesting thing. Yeah, okay. Like okay. he was going through hell just to get this like role betting trick and really in the grand scheme of things, what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. That's true. It's like, super does it true. Matter? But to I mean, him like, it was the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. It's super weird to think that, like, yeah, all exactly. Like, right now, we should be battling huge wars. Like, half of these people wouldn't even be alive because they'd just be dead on the ground, like, from a crazy yeah. war. But, like, yeah, like, somehow we channel it all into, like, ridiculous sports where we just push ourselves to the utmost. And we place this important that's why uh, that's why sports are amazing, by the way. That's, like, like, for some reason, we just found a great way of, like saying okay maybe we don't have to kill each other for like see who's best maybe we can just like do some crazy ass shit and then like different just... forms of just challenging yeah. ourselves physically and it's weird too because like back in the day like I think that like people appreciated others for like for war you know like they'd be like yeah he was a good he was a good opponent too bad I had to kill him <laughs> but now it's like yo that guy's the sickest he's like the best he kills I want to be like him one day but you know like, I'll keep on trying. It's, it, it's got it, to that isn't point. Isn't it interesting that we still use that, that terminology? It's like when someone's skating really good, we say, oh, he killed it. Well, he yeah. He killed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I it's mean, like, like that's back a in the day when the so-and-so, like, man, he fucking killed that buffalo, like, so <laughs> good. And then or, we're all eating this meat. Or through hammers. So dude, <laughs> like, like killed down. it today. He, and there was dudes back in the day, they were like the fucking pro star fucking buffalo killers. And that's what they would do, and that that was like their notoriety, and that was their fame. They would like bring home the bacon. Yeah, they would man. bring home a buffalo on their back, like, oh man, he fucking slaughtered that buffalo. Like he's so good at killing. <laughs> that guy killed it today. You know, You're making me really hungry. <laughs> yeah. That steak was so good. Yeah, man, that fuck, that was that was so tasty. I'm so glad we had meat. That was delicious. Yeah. I love meat. Yeah, me too. Could never be a vegetarian. Hell just no. couldn't do it. Like, fuck it. Why? Just, I love fish. I love eating other animals. Yeah. I wish I could, like, honestly eat, like, every single animal, but I know that some of them are endangered. Which kind of makes them extra tasty, but at the same time, I'm just like, ah, you know, I guess. I, I kind of do, kind of do. Like, if somebody. You are an inferior species. No, no, they're Get not. It doesn't even mean that they're inferior, man. Like, fuck. Like, lions aren't inferior to me. It just. We just so happen to win. <laughs> yeah, well, if you can kill it and eat it. Oh, you win, bitch. But, like, the problem is, like, I'm not going to be the one killing the lion. If I were, then would be that much tastier of a lion. <laughs> It'd just be way tastier of a lion. If I could, if I could like, trick a lion into, like, into, like, a box with a stick <laughs> with, like, with, like, some cheese in it and just be like, got you, motherfucker, and then eat lion, that would be a tasty fucking lion. Maybe that's it. Maybe, like, like, that's why hunting is so, like, uh, everybody loves hunting. There's a lot of people that love hunting, 
and I've had like meat from people that have like hunted, and it it just it does taste better. <laughs> I don't know. What's what like it organic, is. like free range, like real meat. That deer that was sucking on the on the en- entrails of a Coca Cola can, <laughs> licking it with his tongue, getting bloody as shit. Still wanted it though. Nom, nom. <laughs> that cocaine just happened to be out there, so it's still organic. Still organic. <laughs> still organic. That's interesting. Like, what is organic? Everything. If, the, if the deer comes across some like, yeah, cocaine, it's like mm, some sugar. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's well, licking coke. Fuck. If I was, if I was, a, is that shit still organic? Man, if I was a deer, I'd be eating anything that tasted sweet. And, like, that's why, you you know, like, there's, like, there's, like, uh, like, that classic YouTube video of, like, all those animals getting drunk off of, like, fruits in Africa. All these animals go to these certain trees where they're, like, their fruit drop and they're rotting and they just get drunk as fuck eating. It's because, it's because, obviously, one, animals are alcoholics. (laughs) And two, they just, like, taste these treats and they know the effects of it. Like... They like to get high, just like I humans. I think so. Man. I think so. I think that certain animals just understand getting if high. If I eat shit. this, I'm gonna have a sweet feeling that yeah. I really like. Yeah, they know it. We're not the only ones. Like seriously, like, like we're we're the most conscious and possibly like the most self-reflective. But like all the other, all the other thing, all the other creatures out there, have a gradient of like appreciation. Like, hummingbirds, possibly not the highest on the scale, because they're always having to flap their wings and suck sugar. (laughs) Whatever. But, like, dogs. Like, dogs and cats, household animals like that, have an appreciation where they just... Whoa! We're not talking about you! (laughs) But, yeah, no, they... They They they, definitely have have a a level of experience and consciousness. But would a... any other animal get together with their animal friends and make a, a rollerblading video? Would they put rollerblades on their feet? Well, no, but, that, I mean, but that's we're we're the we're the most reflective. Like obviously, we found uh, we found something within ourselves that was just huge consciousness. That's interesting. Like, there's so many things that humans do that other animals would never do. A lot of apes do uh, some of what we do. Like they'll they'll use sticks and like uh, crows have been known to like use like like twine or not twine, but like sticks as like fish hooks to get certain things. Like animals are thinking; they're just not they're not having the exact same experience. A lot of uh, animals play. Like playing is a huge thing. This what what is this? This is playing, like. And actually, you know, even talking about the fact that we're not fighting wars, you know, like, and we're just doing sports, like, we're basically remaining, like, puppies. This is, that's a stupid thing to say, but it's like, you know, like, uh, what do puppies do? They sit around, they play, biting each other's ears all day, and they're just preparing for a fight. I mean, like, they do the exact same thing that we do. It's kind of like what we do when we play we just perpe- we, we just perpetually... level. Yeah, we just perpetually play, uh, and then it, we're just that much advanced that we record it and we feed off it and we do all these extra things. They still do the things that we do. They don't have, uh, they have, a, they have like a set amount of like, of semantics that they can put into their woofs and barks and growls, you know, like they can emote. When I've seen my dog like be like embarrassed. I've seen my dog be embarrassed. Like <laughs> it was like, 
everybody was just like, it, like this is a ridiculous story, but I'm going to have to say it since we're on this. Uh, like, when, when we were younger, had this dog that was super smart. It was just like a super smart dog. And uh, one day, it just like went into my sister's room, and she had a huge like uh, stuffed cat collection. And she just like picked up one of these cats and brought it into the living room and started licking it like a puppy. And it was really weird, but like our whole family, there's like six of us in our family, we just pointed at this dog and we're just like, oh, look at that dog do this thing. We made fun of this dog and that dog was just like, <laughs> we just totally like, like verbally abused it. Just like, oh, that dog likes that kitten like a puppy. And we just like, and then that dog, like, like, like the dog was just like, oh. Shit, <laughs> and then like we would like we we took the puppy. We were just like, you want the you want the you want the kid and you want the stuffed toy, and you just look away from it. Like no. you, ca you caught me, like you caught me wanting to be paternal for a moment. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like the one moment where like its whole instincts were like, I need puppies, <laughs> and it just like chose a specific thing to like like do the whole cleaning mechanism too. Like it needed to clean like a uh, a younger animal and be like. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna clean you, and you're just gonna you're gonna be spooning me for a bit or something. Like we just caught that dog in the middle of that. And we just made the fucking fun out of it. We just pointed at it and laughed, and it totally rejected it. And it just like it had like this weird look of shame. It was so funny. They experienced those feelings. Well, I don't know. I mean, like they have. I an feel. I feel that they on do. a different kind of level. Obviously, we. It's hard to, for us to relate to it. But even plants have an experience, like every living thing, we are just like a different form of a pine tree or a different form of a cat. We're not, we're everything, not well, But everything comes from the same kind of intelligence that's built into the earth. Like the plants have, they have a built-in intelligence and we come from that. We come from that same thing. That makes a pine tree, we come from that same deal. Like, like, we are very aware of ourselves and we are, we are crazy enough to put robots on our feet and make robot videos and we're conscious of what we need to do to survive, but we're so, we're high levels above that. Like, our intelligence goes, like, even deeper than is for our own self-benefit. Like, a lot of it is just, like, torturing us. Like, being a human being yeah. is, like, a crazy-ass, complicated, like, endeavor. Like, if you're a human being, that's an amazing gift and a fucking crazy-ass curse to deal with because yeah. you're on a level that's like, oh, pine tree, it's so simple. It's like, okay, I need to get sunlight, I need to get water. That's it. I need to get sunlight. I need to get water. That's the only thoughts that are going through that pine tree's brain. Yeah. And if something's cutting it down, does it feel it, itself being cut down? I think so. But I think it's easier for it to deal with that because it doesn't relate itself to like, oh, I have a family. I have kids to take care of. I like, I have this purpose on earth. No, it just yeah. says like, I don't know. well, I'm getting cut down right now. I'm going to die. I think okay. that... I think like, like I, I I'm not quite sure. I think that like, uh, I think that there's like obviously there's a lot of big differences between plants and animals. But I think that like uh, the I guess the most interesting thing is that like uh, plants like 
they they sprawl. They have like uh, they have like these crazy branches that are a lot like uh, neurons or blood vessels. So there is like there there's something that's like a, a very coherent like underlying thing that seems to be happening that is like like an ultimate pattern that just is built within anything that has the DNA. universe yeah yeah or yeah exactly like, like if, even if within the fact life that, like it's like the same it's it's the same base it's the same binary code it's like the same basics and then there's like layers of language built upon it that have created like like more intelligent beings animals and then humans but it all stems from that same binary concept of like life like do you, what do you like, mean by binary like by being alive or being dead well i'm just comparing like the very basic kind of like way that a computer understands language to like the very core concepts of what life is okay. you know and i think it's all built upon the same hardware like it's all built upon that same very basic language and then there's like upgrades and 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 more advanced languages that humans have built their intelligence upon but it all comes everything comes from that same cellular kind of like okay the cell needs a certain thing so that it can reproduce and create other cells yeah. and then like like the like everything everything needs water water is like a very core component of life and everything needs the sun the, everything needs sunlight did you hear well like i mean like that's, that's not necessarily true there's there are some like uh, uh creatures out there that like down below the depths of the earth uh rely purely on thermal like heat like they're at the like they're so close to the core down underneath the water that they just they're in complete darkness and they just and rely. they're able to survive yeah yeah upon that yeah and like like there was this uh, there's this news article where like uh, apparently they found uh, some kind of like uh, organism on Earth that was like uh, its DNA was based on like uh, not on carbon but on nitrogen. But I don't know if that was actually like uh, falsified. But it like that's pretty crazy. But it's weird because like that means one or two things. It just means like uh, maybe there are crazy situations in certain planets that we could never go to, but still hold life. Which well, yeah, is, like that much I think bigger. That's possible. Yeah, it's like life develops like um, based based on its environment. Yeah. Well, maybe there's just maybe there's just a lot more that we just don't know. Like, and well, that I we're think incapable that's, of seeing. Yeah, you know, or like incapable of experiencing. Maybe like that's just the case. Like, like you know, like bats. Bats will never know what it's like to see like us. Maybe we'll just never know what it is to experience life like some kind of crazy alien. We just we will have no clue. There's no way of us actually communicating to each other just because the very fact that we just see things completely through different modes of perception. Yeah, totally different modes of perception. And it's... The important thing to realize is that you only know what is within your immediate environment. Yeah. That's all you know. And it's easy to say, like, oh, this, this conversation could be totally hippy-dippy, but, but we just don't know what is possible and what is out there. Yeah. Well, we, we, we are got only... Like, we got a weird... We're only capable of knowing what, like, 
this is just a tiny little microcosm yeah. of experience yeah. that we're capable of. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think that, like, it's weird to think that, like, yeah, we're, we're only granted us so much time and so much experience. The weird thing about us is that, as opposed to, like, meow, we make meowers in or, 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 like, caterpillars or anything, is that, like, uh, we are, like, super self-reflective, but we've, like, we, like, we have found empirical evidence beyond our own senses. And we have, like, a weird power of inf inference. Inference is a huge power. That's, that, that's a fucked up thing. Inference, like, um... Yeah, uh, it's, like, inference would be, like, to, to see, like, uh, to see, like, uh, smoke in the sky and to infer that there's a fire. Right. Like, uh, like, to say, like, okay, well, um, because the moon is, uh, or not, like, there, there's certain ways of inferring information by, like, uh, by a third something is happening. So you could be, like, um... Yeah, like smoke is to a fire, or as like uh, as like an eclipse is to like the alignment of the Earth and the Sun and the Moon, right? Or like uh, and all those things like pull up to these bigger things. Like like the whole thing is like people people are always like, well, how do they know that there's like a, like habitable planets out there? Like how do they have all these like these informations? It's like, well, like they're inferring from certain things like. Like uh, like out in space, like they'll ha they'll see like a red star, and they just can infer from that red that that is like a specific element because those elements give off like or they maybe they take out a certain light wave that only presents red or only presents right. blue or something. It's similar to our ability to imagine. Oh yeah, it's totally. Like, uh, it, it, it's like it's, where does that come from? It's, like, yeah, yeah, it's totally intertwined in this super Seeing weird... something that you don't actually see, it's, it's something that you can picture. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's smoke, I can picture fire. You can see something and picture something that you don't see, but it makes sense that, oh, this would create that. It's the difference between making up something and... Or, it, like, the, it, uh, like there's... Uh, it's not... It's like, uh, I think that's... It falls down to that idea of, like, religion and science. Like... I don't know if we were talking about this in the car or not, but it was, uh, like, like science and religion had, like, uh, huge battles where, like, they're like, okay, religion's right because God is the biggest thing. And then, you know, like, science is like, oh, well, we have all these, like, instruments and technology that we can, like, infer these different things and do these, like, and, and observe these qualities and like uh, the question was, was like how do you which one has the ultimate truth is it religion or science and it, it really that comes up to like like two great facets of the mind and one is uh, is, is like a great like networking idea where you're just like where you're able to like uh, use metaphors to explain a certain phenomenon and then the other is uh, is literally like I don't know what the hell science, like, cause I'm not a scientist, I don't know. But it, it's it's literally, like, trying to find, like, uh, a set words to to say that, like, smoke is fire. I, I, I have nothing to know about any of these things. I just blab. I got piss really bad. Yeah. Well...
that was like how far are we? 159, two hours. Are you going for three again? No, we can't do three. Says who? I don't know. That's actually true. Who says? The people on the last three hour one were like saying to us, like, I listened to it till the end, just so you know. That's crazy. Was that the, uh, was that the Dana, Joey, Matt R one? No, I thought it was you guys. No, that was two hours. Oh. I'm not sure. I like that Asian bun you got going. <laughs> I look like a freak, No, you just look Asian. Unless you're... <laughs> this is the Todd special he gets it every night. Awesome. Yeah, I actually like this podcast is still going and I feel I don't know. Did we just like it been? it's been two hours. Two did hours. we did we hit the wall or is it oh, how do you feel? Because we, we went pretty to to sleep. Yeah, is that it? Because like I felt like we I hit a, really, I thought it was really sweet. I thought it was I, I felt really it well. was really good. And we did cover a lot more and you know, like honestly, like we didn't even cover scatology yet, so that's that we, we touched on it but barely. No, so I, I feel <laughs> I had a great time tonight and I, I thought yeah I had a general really awesome feeling throughout the whole thing. Good, good. Um and I didn't say what day it is and I always say what day it is. Really? I think I always do. So this one's timeless. Yeah. Well, it's Thursday. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> which means tomorrow I have to work. I have to get up early. Fuck. Work, so. Is it 1? No, that's 11. No, it's oh, thank goodness. 11.40. Yeah, okay, that's good. So we'll, we'll call it quits. Let's do it. Let's no, call it. Go to sleep. I'm so excited to sleep. So yeah. It feels so good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I love sleeping. I'm not going to go to sleep right away. I'm going to fucking chill out. Yeah. I've been... I've been watching like some sweet judo when oh. I gotta do that again. Yeah. Yeah. See like just yeah. Let's call it. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, if you uh made it this far, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me again, man. Yeah, and thanks for doing it. Yeah. That was a, a really good time. Thanks, Tonky, for meowing. Thanks, Meows. Wouldn't have been the same without you. Aren't you gonna meow? And she totally like looks off to the side. She's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just a Lady Gaga of cats. <laughs> Your stupid podcast. Just stop <laughs> stupid, it already. Your stupid, stupid podcast. You won't even no way. You gotta end off on a high note. Cause I feel I okay. Like you, I honestly feel like like uh, we basically got down to like a point where we're just like. We just got downed on science or something. I don't know what happened. I'm, I just feel like it, we just left left on a, like a bitter note. We have to end it off in like on like a on a on a happier note. I was stoked on the science. Were man. you stoked on it? It's just, yeah. Maybe it was like maybe it was just like a tiredness or something. I was reading. Yeah. I just like I don't know. I just I, was, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I was stoked on everything that you were talking about. I just let you go for it. Oh, it was really good. That's all I do, though. All I do is fucking yap. It's too much. No, no. It's how, good. If I if I felt like oh fuck, he's just going on about fuck all, I'd interrupt you. You should. But I just wanted to let you go on. You should interrupt me more often. No, like the world needs fucking hippy dippy bullshit. That's what progression is 
is built upon hippy dippy bullshit and incredibly smart people who can actually turn it into reality. But without the hippy dippy bullshit, the ultra intelligent dudes just wouldn't be capable of that imagination. So you gotta have the weirdo fucking hippy dippies on rollerblades who talk weird mad shit and talk about rocket ships and possibilities of the universe and then the uncreative and extremely intelligent um, nerds will make it a reality. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it oh, happens. That is, that is hilarious. Okay, I'm all for it, definitely. Fucking nerds. <laughs> so put that in your pipe, smoke it. <laughs> yeah, you, you know it. Yeah, awesome. That's not, uh, okay, that feels, that feels a little bit... <laughs> As opposed to five minutes ago, that sounds way better. Way better. Yeah. All right. I guess let's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. How to be unpopular. All right. Peace out, dudes.